0: How about them Lakers, baby? Oh, yeah. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Fro and the Flow, the official podcast of LeBron stands and AD fans and Frank Vogel connoisseurs and like Jason that. Kidd's Kobe Fives on the feet. Always got him in our hearts. Rip Mamba uh, in the Black Mamba uniforms. This is the second episode of the season, our second episode about the bubble. Western Conference Finals Game 2 took place last night. The Lakers ended up being... Beating the Denver Nuggets 105 to 103 on a last-second Anthony Davis jumper on the left wing on a baseline's out of bounds play. What was
1: the first thing that went into your head? I was actually on a burbs call. I was oh, you out. were on the call. Okay. I was on a call and Hunter was mid-sentence. AD hits the shot and I just freaked out. I was like, threw my hands up. There was like three other people like clearly watching the game, but they were being respectful and on mute. Uh-huh. So I just took it upon myself to yell and interrupt Hunter. I was so excited. Like the fourth quarter, obviously didn't go as we would have hoped, but the Nuggets are—you know—they're that—they're sec- a good—they're a great second half team. They—you're they, not safe with the lead against Denver.
0: They're a very good team. Yeah. I did not expect them to be this good of a team. With that being said. I told you in Hada last night that I like I am generally the most anxious person in the world when watching a LeBron game. I yell, I scream, I sweat, I have cried before, I've laughed, I've came very close to orgasms. I was not nervous last night at any point in the game. I don't know why, because LeBron did have a very bad second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, he ended up fi- finishing with a line that we'll talk about later. He had 27-11-4, and Twitter reacts as if it's like he had like 9-4-2. and two. But I was never really that nervous just because I know that Denver can't get stops. I know that they can score the Lakers, but I don't think they can get the stops. Yeah. And, I mean, I like Mike Malone. I think he's a pretty good coach. But there is no goddamn reason to have Mason Plumlee in the game to switch him in when he's out of rhythm. I understand having him in the game if he's on the offensive floor when Jokic makes that post hook, but just throwing him in the game ice cold and saying, hey, go guard the second best basketball player in the world. Because Anthony Davis is the second best basketball player in the world. LeBron's number one. Anthony Davis is number two. We have the two best basketball players in the fucking world and saying, hey, go, go stop him and don't make sure he can't catch it and if he does catch it contest the shot he didn't do either of those things <laughs> he screened himself he stopped he gave him a wide open look and the rest is history Haiti hits the jumper he runs back to the bench and goes hype mode and, and he yells does,
1: kobe after he hit it
0: kobe. like we everybody in their life like everybody has thrown a crumpled up piece of loose leaf paper into a basket and said kobe Oh, my God, yeah. Even if they bricked it. But to be Anthony Davis, I said last night on Twitter that he is a point guard on stilts. Because, I mean, dude, like...
1: I mean, it's just, it's the perfect... It was the perfect storybook ending for that game. The Black Mamba jerseys. The chance to go up and be the hero. Basically, kind of like a very Kobe-esque jump shot to win the game. Yelling Kobe in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, it was just a perfect recipe for... It was, the game could have ended on a better note than that. I mean, it, it was could not. Happen. and we have Kobe looking over us at all times right now. We have him on this wall. We have him on that wall. I mean, he's everywhere. in thirty nine minutes and
0: eighteen seconds, Anthony Davis recorded thirty one points, nine rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks. He shot eleven of twenty three from the field, seven of seven from the line, and then two of four from three.
1: And those two threes were very big when they came.
0: He's stepping into his shots with confidence. I don't think there's a better shot in basketball than a face-up jumper from like 18 feet than Anthony Davis. We talked about how I think Giannis needs to develop like a floater or a mid-range game before he takes that next leap into being a championship level player. We already know he's an MVP candidate, but there's a big difference between winning a championship and an MVP as he Mm -hmm. knows. We're seeing that from Anthony Davis. He can do all of the things that a- that Giannis can't. Granted, Giannis can get to the basket a little bit easier because of other worldly features that he has, but as far as getting a bucket, in the half court, when the game is ticking and the defense is concentrated on you, they're like, hey, how can we stop you? You don't have any answers for AD. You can mm-hmm. find answers for Giannis. You cannot find answers for AD.
1: I mean, he's the best teammate the Bronze ever had.
0: I completely agree, because every time everybody talks about Dwayne Wade with LeBron, they think about 2006 Dwayne
1: Wade. They think about, yeah, they think about Prime D. Wade, and And, he didn't have Prime D. Wade. I was reading tweets, and it was saying how even Dwayne Wade admitted that about 2012 was when his knee started to go. Obviously, he was still one of the best players in the league. He was a top player. He was a star. But Anthony Davis is a player who has entered his prime if we want to call it I mean I still think he has he's only going to get better he's still how old is he like 27 26 oh my god dude. yeah it's hot yeah that's fucking hot like it's so hot dude I mean he's I mean obviously Kyrie was a huge part of that Cavs team he hit that game-winning shot I I think if he doesn't go down in the playoffs in 2015 that they, yeah, yeah, we'll they win that championship right. yep. but Anthony Davis is gonna retire and go down as an all-time big man He's going to go down as an all time Laker.
0: So I saw this stupid ass tweet last night that was like, so it's not even a question. AD is better than Tim Duncan, right? Hold your fucking horses. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Give respect to the greatest power forward of all time. That's ridiculous. But I totally agree with you about him being LeBron's best teammate ever because, like I mentioned, people think of 2060 Wade, they think of untucked Kyrie. Those guys were not the defensive presences that Anthony Davis is. Mm-mm. He's the best defender in the league. He should have fucking won DPOY. It's horseshit that he didn't. Did you see him when he would switch on to Jamal Murray? Like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: There's a. I watched a compilation of him just swi- like switching and picking up guards on the perimeter. Oh, my God. Is it, it on Pornhub?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Premium. Just <laughs> You got to pay to watch AD switch. Dude,
1: and it's just like, if that happens, good luck, point guard, because he's quick and he's much, massive. He covers so much
0: ground and the way that his arms are always out, that is a coach's textbook wet dream, dude. Like anytime you ever had a basketball co- coach growing up, they're like, "When you guard the ball, make sure you make yourself big. Put your hands out." Mm-hmm. He's the biggest player on the fucking floor. He's got like a 7 foot 4 wingspan. And his unibrow extends, like, you know, all the way across his fucking head. That's pretty goddamn intimidating, I'm sure. Just, like, the switch-up. You know, you usually look at people in the face. They're like, there's two eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You look at AD, you're like, oh,
1: there's And how one. sick does he look with his, his hair oh, and his headband? They
0: brought the braid, baby. Dude,
1: headband to AD is crazy.
0: Dude, he's... Uh, this is everything we ever could have dreamed of with him. I mean, fuck them kids. You know I love Brandon Ingram more than, like, anybody in the world. But fuck Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I will take AD... 10 times out of 10 Even if we had to give up Like 5 million dollars More in cap space For literally nothing I would have done it Like I don't give a shit
1: Dude 100% And like it was like It was fun to imagine Like what That team could have been With LeBron Just like Ingram was a beast I mean I'm still holding out hope For Lonzo, But it was so (laughs) worth it I mean They could have given him Kuzma for free Yeah Just been like Take him I don't care
0: Take Kuzma I, I kind of want to talk about Kuzma and Michael Porter Jr. having, like, the... There was um, a series between San Antonio and Phoenix back in, like, 2009, 2010, something like that, where Sasha Vujicic and Goran Dragic were just going at each other because they, like, dated the same girl from the same village or something like that. Is that...
1: Wait, did Michael Porter Jr. date Winnie Harlow? No. No, I don't think so. Oh. But what's their beef?
0: I just think it's Who just... Who can, the, like, trend the worst on social media? Exactly. Like. The superior light skin. It's like, hey... Uh, everybody hates me. He's like no, everybody hates me.
1: Like I'm the one that doesn't believe in COVID. Um Yeah, dude, it's like <laughs> it's either like it's like the twenty seven year old who thinks he's like fourteen and just like posting these like selfies <laughs> and wearing just like see through shirts on Christmas Eve and just it's- getting clowned in the locker room, or there's Michael Porter Junior who's like Yeah, I like COVID. like COVID's fake. And like I'm not gonna tell you who I'm voting for president, but it's safe I'll to use say my right
0: hand. It's safe to to say that both of them, like, right prior to when they entered their organizations, their respective ones, the Nuggets and the Lakers, they were both wearing tap-out tank tops. Mm -hmm. And then their vets told them, hey, man, you got to cut that out. No more tap-out tank tops. Uh, It's not the look anymore.
1: Dude, and I think with Kuzma, the thing with him was that he, like, idolized Lonzo Ball, which is weird because he was, like, three years older than him. He just wanted to be Lonzo's friend. And there's been so many, like, videos of them post-game, like Lakers-Pelicans, where Lonzo just, like, ignores them.
0: <laughs> he doesn't fuck with them. I mean, I wouldn't either. He has he, a 100-emoji dro- tattoo on his, like, right shoulder. He dropped
1: a diss track about him. Really? I think so.
0: Damn, I wish we could put that in here.
1: Right? Yeah. But you're trying to get swerved.
0: you trying to get swerved. Um, no, I mean, Kuzma is... He's he's an integral piece, I guess, to this championship team. Uh, if he plays bad, Definitely, yeah. If, if he plays bad, it's there's less likely of a chance of us winning. Uh, and when he plays good, it looks really good. Like when he cuts off the ball, like he did a couple times last night, gets that reverse layup down. Yeah, it, it does look pretty. Uh, I love it, and he's putting in defensive effort. That's all I can ask from him. But just please, please, please stop shooting out of the shot clock shots with 13 seconds left on the shot clock. Mm-hmm. You don't need to shoot a corner step back three. You're not James Harden. Uh, it's okay. He'll grow into it, I think. He's learning every step of the way. I mean, yeah. this is literally his first playoffs. Every game True. he goes deeper into his first playoffs.
1: Yeah, and he has shown, like, his rookie year he was good. He averaged, like, 17 a game. Like, yeah. And the Lakers were, like, a playoff team, but they that record was – Terrible. I mean, they won like thirty something games. Yeah, like, granted, he was like twenty two years old as a rookie, but yeah, true. I mean, he will be a restricted free agent, so the Lakers can bring him back. I just wonder what kind of money he commands because he did average like thirteen points a game, and like obviously he is a solid player, but like
0: I think he's he he is a, a championship mentality guy. He loves f- this team is just. I mean, they're the so bought in. It's so unreal. I that love That bench is it.
1: so fun to watch. It's
0: the best part they're of basketball. Getting, they're getting
1: technical fouls for yeah. just, like, getting, like, way too
0: hyped. And they don't know who it is. Like, it's either Phil Handy or Jr. Dion. You,
1: you, you. Yeah, all of them. Dwight Howard and, like, Anthony Davis are yelling at Jokic for the bench, like, barbecue chicken. hmm Like...
0: P.J. Dozier missed a couple of free throws last night, and they were, like, all just cracking up in
1: his face. It's, it's...
0: Dude, it's so... They're such a
1: scare. I can only imagine, like, walking into that bubble... And just, like, seeing them on the sidelines and just being like, fuck. Like, we got to play them tonight. we got to play the Lakers. Yeah. And it's so fun that, like, the NBA is so much better when the Lakers are good because people get mad at them. People love them. And it makes it even better that LeBron and Anthony Davis are the two stars on it. Like, yeah. And it makes it even a better. A guy that commanded his
0: way out of a small market and then a dude that is probably revered as the, you know, most hated athlete ever. I guess. Maybe Tom Brady. But, I mean, LeBron's got to be up there. Dude,
1: I mean, LeBron is really fucking hated. I
0: remember being, it was like fucking 2007. I was nine years old, and I loved LeBron so much. And my family would make fun of me. They're like, he's not a winner. Like, he'll never be better than Jordan. I said, you're a fucking joke, Uncle Buddy. You, I don't want
1: to get into it. Uh, I got I to show you this video, and I'll put it up to the mic so that it can be heard. Um, it was a tweet I saw yesterday. Um, it says, "Me to my younger self who hated LeBron." I I'm sorry, LeBron. I was naive. I was in sixth grade, and you spurred the Bulls, and I just wanted—I just wanted to win.
0: You know, there's a lot of people out there like that. They are, they were, you know, they were haters at the beginning, and then they grew into like just appreciating exactly what they had mm-hmm. because they realized, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna get this for too much longer. They said that seven years ago. Where are we now, dude? I mean, look at this later.
1: picture. This is me, probably circa third grade, playing rock band, throwing up a rock on sign, wearing a LeBron maroon Cavs jersey. With a little puggy in the background. Yeah, like. LeBron's been such a part of our lives since we were children, and now here we are, ready to go into the real world, and he's still there and he's still <laughs> the top of the game. Like I was how old when LeBron got drafted, I hadn't even started kindergarten.: You're yet. four years old. I was five. Yeah.
0: So I've talked to a, a handful of different people about this. ever since I've become a coherent person since I've, like, known how to speak, how to become a fan of something. Mm -hmm. Like, I started out with the Beatles, LeBron, and Duke basketball. Those were my first three things that I really loved. Uh, I had his folder in third grade. Uh, I had four or five different jerseys. Ever since then, I have known one thing, and that's that I love LeBron James. I have never wavered. I tried to waver when he initially signed with the Heat, literally two games in. I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm a Heat fan (laughs) now. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to feel like. I know that I'm going to have an existential crisis when he does eventually retire, but I also think that not only will I, you know, be saddened, I will also be relieved because this stress that I put on myself is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I depend, my general happiness in life depends on one man. Granted, he can, he has the shoulders that can support the world and my fragile, you know, self-esteem. Oh yeah. But I'm not looking forward to that day, but I also am. It's going to be very, very bittersweet because I know that once he retires, I'm not going to be able to just pick up like, hey, I love Brandon Ingram, or I love Jason Tatum just as much, or I love Zion, or I love Bronny just as much. I mm-hmm. will never love anybody like I love him.
1: Yeah, and I mean, everyone has that player, and it's going to be so weird because we quite literally do not remember an NBA without lebron james like that's not in my stream of consciousness i when i started becoming a fan of the nba he was already there and he was already one of the best players in an mvp candidate and so when he's gone that first opening night where there's no lebron i was sick to my stomach in the playoffs last year i'm like
0: oh god basketball without, oh god
1: it's just it's so weird and i th- obviously i think the league is in good hands it is it's in great hands It's just going to be fucking weird when there's... Like, he's not even in the debate for the best player anymore. We were talking about best player, and it's like all these other guys... It'll just be
0: the stupid goat argument, and people will try to rip him for his finals record and stuff like that. Just shut up, you fucking idiots. mm -hmm. Just shut the fuck (laughs) up. Shut
1: the fuck up. You're so stupid. Like,
0: do you guys not realize that this is a team sport? Like, motherfucker, Michael Jordan didn't even make it to the conference finals without Scottie Pippen. Like, the, I don't even want to talk about that stupid shit. Because How
1: of, are you going to win the NBA Finals with George Hill, Jordan Clarkson, Matthew Dova Like, it's not his fault, and you're playing fucking <laughs> Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Draymond, Draymond Green, Green, Steve Green. Kerr,
0: Andre Godala. I mean, come on, guys! Like, just like the first time he made it to the finals, do you know who his starting lineup was? It was Daniel Gibson, Sasha Pavlovich, Drew Gooden, and Zdravenskis. You tried that shit, fucker. against the
1: Spurs? <laughs> yeah, against
0: like a Spurs team who literally made it to um, a finals, you know, once every three years for a decade and a half, two decades old? No, yeah, a decade and a half, nineteen ninety seven to two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I mean, come on. And I
1: on. mean, obviously twenty eleven that that was bad. Everyone can admit that. And yeah, he, and of LeBron course. And can see that that was bad. But it's just, it's not all his fault. And the stats that he even puts up when he loses the finals. Uh, yes. What else do you want? It's so fucking annoying.
0: And you know what he did? The, the only thing that you can do when you have a, a, you know, the result like in 2011 is you can come back in 2012. And you can be not only the best player in the world, but I argue that LeBron James in 2012 is far and away the best basketball player of all time. Like, I really don't think it's close. I understand the Jordan arguments and everything, guys. It's cool. But my biggest thing with LeBron is the best way to describe him is he is he's about 90% Magic Johnson, about 95% Karl Malone, and 90% Michael Jordan. And I will take all three of those things and combine them and take that over any other archetype of a player ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have a guy that can shoot like Kevin Durant, that's as tall as Kevin Durant, and has the ability to drive like Giannis, and it's basically just going to be... You know, I mean, 85% of what KD is, I guess, because they still probably won't have the handle because KD's got a polished handle. I don't want to get into all that kind of stuff. Um, Let's talk about the Heat and the Celtics because, I mean, I could talk about the Lakers forever. Great win. uh, Lakers in four to infinity. Uh, Now, when I watched the Boston Miami game the other night, I want to talk about game two first because I don't think we got the chance to talk about that. But I think Brad Wanamaker might be the worst player in basketball. When I watched, I was, how do I put this? Okay. When I watched the Celtics play, Jalen Brown and Brad Wanamaker on the floor together, the ball looks very slippery. It looks like somebody buttered up the ball. Because they forget how to dribble, they forget how to catch, everything's going out of bounds, the offense becomes stagnant. And the fact that they got Gordon Hayward back in the mix, I think it means a lot for Boston. I think he comes in, he establishes some kind of credibility with playoff experience. Uh, He's a seasoned veteran. And and he was good this year. He always makes the right play.
1: He's a smart player.
0: That's what you want from a Celtic. You want somebody that's always going to make the right play.
1: Do you see the picture of him photoshopped in a military uniform on Twitter? (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. Oh god, that's a good one. That was intense. That base. Mm. I mean, I think adding Gordon Hayward in the mix definitely makes the Celtics more of a give him some more of a chance. I mean, those first two games obviously looked like Miami was just gonna have it pretty easy, but
0: so we we talked about it before the series started. Miami's just a way deeper rotation, and Boston's is so short. We didn't have the talk the chance to talk about Hayward because we didn't know if he was going to play or not. But I mean, that's another guy that you really, really fucking need because you only have six guys that you can depend on in the first place. So you got Tatum, Tice, Brown, Kemba, Marcus, and I guess Grant Williams. Yeah, I you mean, sure? he's th- Robert he's Williams, solid. But but now you have Hayward in the mix, so
1: you got some guys that they're you they're definitely they definitely got deeper, and that's something that they needed. Just and I don't think that necessarily the Heat rotation would match up as well against. The Lakers?
0: I disagree. I think Miami matches up better with the
1: Lakers than Boston does. No, I don't, yeah, I think, yeah, no, I don't think Boston's deep enough. I don't think the rotation is yeah. long enough. But even Miami, like, I just feel like Duncan Robinson can just get clamped. Yeah. And that takes away a lot of it. Tyler Hero, he could get, put AD on him for possession and just see what happens.
0: Yeah, so the beautiful thing is a lot of people talk about the lakers guards and their defensive ability i mean we've already played against lillard and mccollum granted lillard was like 75 percent uh harden and westbrook and now we're going against jamal and i guess point Jokic. so whatever guard we face in the next series like kemba and marcus and jalen um harrow drogic duncan and jimmy those are all i think you know relative downgrades from the guys that we've played so far definitely so maybe not on the defensive end like jimmy and marcus are brilliant defenders but as far as being able to match up with the Lakers, I think Miami has that advantage because they have four guys that they can throw at LeBron. They have Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, who has obviously lost a step and won't be able to guard him as well as he did in 2015. Sorry, Jimmy Butler and Derrick Jones Jr. So that's four guys they can throw at him. Obviously, LeBron has... You know, he has the classic, he's too big to get guarded by a smaller guy. He's too fast to be guarded by a bigger guy. So he has matchup advantages in all of those areas. But you at least have different guys you can throw at him, and that's what Spolster is going to imply if mm-hmm. they do make it there. Because you can't have one guy guard LeBron. It's just not going to work. You have to throw healthy bodies at him, people that are fatigued and her, mm-hmm. their stamina is ready to go. But, I mean, Bam and AD, that's going to be a fun matchup, but AD has like four inches on him. So. Yeah. Uh, We'll see if it makes it that far. But as far as Boston and Miami is concerned, I honestly just think it keeps coming down to the X-Factors. Kemba played very well last game. Uh, We talked about him being an X-Factor. And then we talked about Bam. He has to be the best player on the floor if Miami's going to win. uh, And he has to routinely beat out Tice. What do you think as far as – did you get a chance to watch Game 3? Sparingly. Okay. So, let me ask you this. Who would you rather have, like, talent aside, which coach would you rather have in the series? Would you rather have Spo or would you rather have Stevens? Spolstra. Okay. Hands down.
1: Yeah. Just because I mean, obviously Brad Stevens is a crazy coach. For years we heard Bill Simmons be like, oh my god, Brad Stevens. I mean, he's like a Harvard professor out there. Like, oh my god. But Eric Spolstra has been there. He has been ingrained in the Heat culture for from the beginning. He was picking up Pat Riley's dry cleaning. And now he's won championships with them. Brad Stevens has been an NBA coach and a very good one and has made it to conference finals. But Spolster knows what it takes exactly to get to the finals. And granted, he had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. But you still have to put those pieces together in the right way to make it to the finals. And he has these pieces on his team that... Okay. So he's playing Danny Brown outside. And um, the way that this team is organized... And the way that they've really come together, and the way that they've matched in this chemistry, and I mean, we've the record in the playoffs is what, like ten and two? Oh, yes, correct. I mean,
0: both of them and the Lakers are ten and two now.
1: I think I just rather have him. He knows how to get the most out of these guys, and there's so many guys who are underdogs. You know, Duncan Robinson. We've heard all this all year. D3 to Michigan, undrafted to a starter. Derek Jones Jr. was just kind of a guy who was, like, throwing dunks down on the Suns, and now he's, like, a pivotal part. Jimmy Butler, everyone thinks that he's this asshole, like, ruins teams, then he's become the leader. Like, Spolster just knows who he's got. They know their identity, and they're just – they have not taken their foot off the gas. So, I truly think that.
0: The best thing about him is how he untops potentials. So, he took – Store brand Demar Derozan and Jimmy Butler and made him an All NBA candidate. He's taken store brand Demar Derozan.
1: <laughs>
0: that, go over, your, that go over your head. I was just fucking with you. Um, it took he, he's taken 34, 33 Three year old Drajic, and he has completely revitalized his career. Yeah,
1: dude, is old. I mean, he was I'm like <laughs> we talking
0: about him fucking having a rivalry with Sascha Voyage. And I'm like, holy shit, that was 12, 11 years ago? Like, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, these guys that, you know, they were swept on, we talked about it last episode about how they just have that fight mentality. They're like, I had to fight to get to this spot, and this is the perfect spot for me. Like, you could fight and get to a spot and be on the fucking Sixers. And, you know, you look around and everything's a clusterfuck. When you look around the Miami Heat, it's like going to a fucking black and white party. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's tucked up, ready to go to business, ready to talk about making some, you know, trades. Not, you know, roster trades, but
1: whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: The thing big is... Face coffees, you know? Yeah, big face coffees. God, they gotta be putting those bitches back.
1: Dude, they're hopped up on... They're taking on, like, 500 milligrams of caffeine a day. Like, they're... They're out there wired... We got to get our hands on some of that. Dude, I'd buy a big face coffee sweatshirt. Do
0: they have hoodies? Do they come with packs of coffee?
1: I I hope so. Get some beans? Oh, yeah.
0: A whole new bean, baby. Well, they're singing on beans. A whole new bean. It's crazy. Like, I never saw that coming. Like, when I was growing up, I never saw the word bean having so many different connotations. It can mean a pill. It can mean, you know, like, it's always been a translation for Kobe for me. Yeah. It can mean beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Love tootin'. And then it can just be the coffee beans, but yeah. no, those coffee beans have, like they have fucking super science in them. They've been popping those bitches back and busting out twenty point games. It's crazy.
1: I would love to some Jimmy Butler coffee. I bet you it just gets you just like.
0: There's got to be some Jameson in there. Mm-hmm. That country fuck, he's got to be sipping something special in there.
1: Got that T Swizzle on in the background. <laughs>
0: no way he actually listens to Taylor Swift. I know he listens to country, but there's no way he listens to Taylor Swift.
1: I don't know, man. He might. Nah. I hope not. Nah. Um, Well, Kanye's going to get her Masters back, so. Yeah,
0: sure. (laughs) There's no room for Kanye tweets on this podcast. (laughs) If you want to listen to that, go, I guess, just. Have Siri read off the that actually be a fun exercise. <laughs> having Siri read the sporadic <laughs> tweets. you wouldn't know when to stop because his commas and his periods are so dysfunctional Dude, I
1: don't know what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what
0: happened with that guy schizophrenia and bipolarism. yeah, a little bit of both. That's quite the smoothie right there. that's a blend <laughs> yes. now, I just think that this series is like granted no series that doesn't feature LeBron. A series that doesn't feature LeBron is not as much fun to talk about for me
1: because LeBron's not in it. Yeah. Are they just playing for
0: second place right now? Yeah.
1: They are? I mean, obviously, when you're those teams in that position, you're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you have that. Like, I. Well, I think the Heat truly believe that they're playing for a championship. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure the Celtics do too. Like, I mean, obviously, that's a franchise with championship pedigree, like all this stuff. But from an outsider's perspective, I'm not on one of these teams. I'm not suiting up every night and being out there and playing. Like, I couldn't even score the other day when we played basketball. Like, I'm not going to make it on an NBA roster. I'm not going to try to win the NBA Finals. You didn't score either? I scored a couple points. Okay. Not many. I was probably, I shot maybe 14% from the field. Okay. Um, And it's just, from a fan's perspective, you watch these games, like, yeah, they're playing for second. Like... I mean I don't know like the Lakers are, they're gonna win the finals like I just don't see any way in which it doesn't happen
0: alright let me put it this way Lakers won last night
1: as we all know they played terrible so many turnovers so many missed fourth quarter threes let me run
0: you through the stats really quick okay so they won the rebounding battle 44-31 to typical Lakers you know we're the most physical they did get the, team and
1: they got a lot of offense rebounds
0: 13 offensive rebounds to 7 good point we're always going to win that battle because they're the most physical team in the NBA. That is huge when it comes to the playoffs. I can't stress that enough. If you can push somebody off of their spot, it's absolutely pivotal. You mm-hmm. just tricks them a little bit in their mind. And that little, little bit can mean, I mean, basketball is like football. Everybody talks about football being a game of inches. Basketball is a game of centimeters. If your jump shot is a centimeter off, it's going to hit back rim and bounce out. They hardly won the turn the assist battle 23 to 22, but they lost the turnover battle 23 to 19. Granted, those are, a lot of turnovers for both teams, but the Lakers will not turn it over 23 times again. I can fucking promise you that, yeah. especially against the Nuggets, who aren't the best defensive team. They lost the personal fouls battle. Now everybody was fucking whining and complaining that the Lakers shot too many free throws in the first game.
1: I did notice that how many calls were getting put, and I felt like it was a lot of like the refs being like, "Yeah, okay. shut yes. the fuck up here, foul." Like, I
0: mean, it is like if it's a foul, it's a fucking foul. Like, it's really that simple because. The reason they were drawing so many fouls is because how many times they drove to the basket Mm -hmm. when you drive with a purpose you're either going to get a layup a charge or a personal foul somebody's going to reach somebody's going to swipe at the top when they should stay vertical or you're going to get a kick out to a corner or something like that so they lost a foul battle by about eight the biggest difference was they shot 94.7 percent from the line nugget shot 75.8 they won three-point battle as well, 36.1 to 33.3. Lost the field goal percentage battle, 44.6 to 47.3. Now, when you look at everything, if you can win the rebounds, if you can make a lot of your free throws, like that's Especially huge. in a physical
1: score. series where there's going to be a lot of fouls called. If you can make your free throws, you're going to win.
0: Like when Dwight steps up to the line, steps two feet back from that motherfucker and knocks it down, like, okay, I yeah, will take that.
1: Yeah, do whatever you got to do. I mean and he's a fucking dog. I'm so glad he's getting minutes in this series. Oh, he's yeah. so I can't remember who It was probably Chris Weber talking about it. But
0: first six quarters, he had real estate in Jokic's head. Jokic figured it out a little bit in the second half, but mm-hmm. f- I mean, first game in the, that first half.
1: He was saying that how Dwight Howard is like playing so perfectly because he's not he's not trying to do anything on the offensive end. Because he doesn't have to in Orlando. Like obviously he's the top the guy. Point, he's yep. the focal point, but obviously the landscape of the the league has changed. The way the game is played is completely different than when he was the top guy in the league. But he's just going out there playing defense, getting blocks, and pulling down rebounds. And he... I mean, he's a three-time defense player of the year, and he won those all three of those back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And he's still in incredible shape. He's blocking shots with his forearm. Dude, and that block where he blocked off the front of the rim? I'm Obviously, goal time, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's so... He's such a perfect piece for this team, and I think obviously people were so skeptical about him in the off season just because, it's whatever. Dwight Howard. Yeah. I mean, one of the best signings of the offseason.
0: Absolutely, without a doubt in my mind, better than Paul George.
1: Yeah, I mean, look how that worked out. Yeah.
0: What have you done for me lately? Did you see
1: that there were reports that Paul George gave a speech to the Clippers after the game and was like, "Hey, we just everyone's got to come back this off season. We got to run it back, go for a championship," and he had got a lot of eye rolls. I just I think a lot of that team is free agents. So
0: I I think that they I think Kawhi and Paul George run it back. I'm not sure about the rest of the pieces. But let me ask you this. I came up with this in my head yesterday. What year did LeBron win his championship in Miami? Was it his first year, his second year, his third year, his fourth year? When was the first time he won his championship? Second. What year did LeBron win his championship in Cleveland? Was it his first year, his second or not the first stint, but the second stint? First year, second year, third year, fourth year?
1: Second.
0: Second year. What year is it for LeBron in Los Angeles? Second. Second year. Yeah. Give him a year to figure everything out. Look at the landscape of the league. He doesn't have to worry about the Warriors this year, which is, I'm sure, somewhat of a relief to him, because I think they do have some sort of – I mean, he plays unreal against them every year, but it's just nice not to have to go against Steph and Clay, let's yeah. be honest, even if they would have made it at this point. Um, he is the most calculated player in basketball he knows exactly what he has to do. I mean, that first half he had last night, I don't think it's getting enough praise because of the second half performance. Even when he tried to get some momentum going and get to the basket, he slipped. You yeah, see that? Yeah. He's about to go to the basket, he's probably gonna draw a foul, maybe get a charge, who knows. Uh, they don't call a lot of charges on LeBron because he's fucking LeBron. Yeah. But even when he was trying to get it going, It just wasn't happening. That's the basketball Mm -hmm. gods. But that first half, Jesus Christ, he scored the first 12 points of the game. He went three for three from three. I mean, he was making everything. He
1: was was on point. He was just – everything was working out. It was so fun to watch him in that first half. And
0: then he deferred to Anthony in the second half.
1: Yeah, because he knows
0: what to do. I'm okay with that. He said at the beginning of the season, if we're not having Anthony Davis as the number one option on the floor when he's on the floor, then what the fuck are we doing? He's Anthony Davis.
1: Mm-hmm. He knows it. He just he just knows what I mean. He's LeBron James. He has the most playoff wins in NBA history. He knows what it takes to win, especially now.
0: Most points, most wins, most field goals, second most threes behind only Steph, who's the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, are
1: we really gonna gauge the goat on how many pieces of jewelry you have on your hand? Like, look at the stats. Isn't it? Don't we judge players by their individual statistics, not their team records? And, I, mean, I mean Demarcus Cousins in Sacramento was one of the top big men in the league mm-hmm. but his team didn't win games. never made
0: the playoffs
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could have with Mike Malone as his coach and they got fired and he got fired because yeah. boogie had like the flu and wasn't playing so he started losing <laughs> yeah. so they fired Mike Malone. Which makes no sense. It made no sense. I was like, dude, they're off to like a six and two start, and they're like, we're losing games now. Uh, yeah, Boogie's not playing. Dude. Yeah, what the fuck? He's got a stomach bug. What like, a, it's not his fault. It's not. I like did his... not think we'd
0: be talking about the Kings at some point. Damn, don't you wish Boogie was on this team right now, though?
1: <laughs> dude, I think about it like three times a week. Like I'm just like, fuck. Imagine if they still had him.
0: Like he played like a good like ten minutes a game, and he get eleven and five.
1: <laughs> dude, fight like, he's still, good. he's still good. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's dude, fucking good. do you think Curry. he's going to sign this offseason? I'm hoping the Lakers. He's back with L.A. No way he's not.
0: I'm surprised he's not on the bench. I'm surprised right. they didn't they bring
1: him. A, they should have just hired him as an assistant coach. Yeah, they
0: should have. They should have Jawan Howard at him. I mean, is there really that big difference between what he does and Udonis at not playing?
1: Deionis, I mean, not Dionis. Dion Waiters isn't
0: playing at all. Oh, dude, Dion is just... <laughs> eating gummies and just... Dude, he's got to be
1: high. He was in street clothes last night. <laughs> yeah, he's got... <laughs> he's got to be high as shit out there. Just like,
0: He's like, wait, I was supposed to suit up. <laughs> like, yeah, Yeah, Dion, you're supposed to wear your jersey he, and shorts, buddy. Oh, we got a game tonight? Yeah. Shit. If his first game back, he's going to play in a pair of Air Jordan Dior ones. <laughs> he's he's going to be like, I don't care if they crease. I'm going to get
1: these buckets. Like that time that... Gilbert Arenas played in Swaggy peas like Gucci shoes. Oh my god, dude. He was like, what are those? I'm gonna wear those during the game. Uh-huh. Did you ever see the videos of Gilbert Arenas bullying Nick Young's son? No. He like goes to his house and he's just like throwing his toys over the Oh no, yeah, stuff. I
0: have seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no chill Gil. No chill Gil. A bucket. A walking bucket.
1: Dude, such like a player lost in time that like kids today are just not gonna know about.
0: I mean, yeah, our generation is always going to know him as the guy that kept losing to LeBron in the playoffs.
1: I mean, I think it was the guy that pulled out a gun in the locker room. (laughs) With Mars Crittenton, Uh, who's now in jail for murder. Really, Crittenton? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he killed a guy. No surprise there. Yeah, that's tough. Imagine walking in that locker room and they're just like,
0: "Oh my god, dude!
1: You're like like a rookie, and you're you're like a rookie from like Texas A and M. Do
0: they do they realize they're on the same team? Like, this is a team. Can you imagine if they like, the Miami Heat did that? Tyler O'Hara and Kendrick Nunn are about to have a pistol shootout. It's such a different era in NBA. It really is.
1: It's so different.
0: I don't want to say it's soft because, like, LeBron James and Dwight Howard and Giannis are in the league. I mean, we've got guys that have shoulders the size of Mount Everest. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's no room for a Chuck Hayes in this league. You you can't afford to have Kendrick Perkins on your team. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might argue that, I mean, Dwight and JaVale are basically playing the Kendrick. No, they're not. They're not playing the Kendrick Perkins role.
1: They're a different kind of big man.
0: Because Kendrick Perkins was... What was his vertical probably native twelve and a half inches did he jump into the ground? Have you, did he make dents?
1: Have you seen the video of him on the pelicans setting a pick on nobody <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing there and the game's like on like the other side of the
0: park. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for somebody to run into him um I mean like the the big man that you have to have now we talked about it a little bit last week you either spend four million dollars on Javale McGee and Dwight Howard, guys that can jump out of the gym, rebound shots, get offensive rebounds, uh, block shots, set screens, and maybe draw a charge, but rather stay vertical. Or you pay Jokic, Bam, or AD, twenty-five or now forty million dollars probably at this point. You have two options. If you do anything on the in between, you're a fucking idiot. Unless you're paying, I guess, like Kelly Olenek, like $7 million to make threes and mm-hmm. stretch the four. Sure, why not? Uh, it's you know it's a three-point game now. But, I mean, how many times are you going to get a BAM in AD or Giannis? Mm-hmm. One out of ten times. Ac- so rarely. According to the statistics. Now, I don't know where I fall as far as... How many of those guys I want? I think two is apt. You play each of them 20 minutes and then you pay 80 at center the other eight minutes or whatever it is 15 mm-hmm. and 15 and 18 minutes. But you get superstars when you can. Granted, it's really fucking hard to do that. Yeah. And then you surround them with the right player. You don't run a system that you want to run, you run a system based on your players. That's what the Lakers have been doing all, like, Entire year, they try to get KCP some looks in the first half. If he gets going, then they get them those looks in the second half. They do the same thing for do we have Marcus or Marquise Morris? We have Marquise, right? I think so. Okay, I've never been able to tell.
1: I think it's Marcus, yeah, because Marcus Morris has senior at the end of his name, so I think it's Marquise. Okay, okay,
0: have they ever been in the same room together? I'm just kidding, um, because they look so much alike, dude. They
1: have the same tattoos. No way. When they were on the sun together they shared a contract. That is so rude.
0: I know they share the contract, but I know they had the same tats.
1: Yeah. Remember when like one who was on the c- Celtics? It was Marcus. And, and he got hurt or something. And, the one who just kept getting And they were by just LeBron. saying that Markeith just like showed up and was filling in.
0: You know what I actually want to talk about? Okay, they've they've said this thing twice. This like little anecdote about Paul Millsap moving from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference to try to get away from LeBron.
1: And then LeBron found him. And Has him. that
0: ever happened in the history of the NBA where somebody admits, yeah, I moved conferences so I could get away from that that guy that's in that conference that went to you know the finals eight years in a row? Has that ever happened?
1: Probably not, because like I'm sure guys were trying to <laughs> run away from Jordan and stuff, but like. That era, Power that, that era era yeah. the NBA, they were all just so stern and stubborn. It was like, mm. I like it here on the Knicks. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually really enjoying my time on the Washington Bullets. Um, yeah. I enjoy losing to Michael Jordan. It's humbling. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like guys are more just like, to be like, yeah, like he's bad, He's better than me. and like, This mm-hmm. isn't fun. So I'm just going to go.
0: Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm Paul fucking Millsap. Yeah. I'm the Paul Millsap of Paul Millsaps. Mm-hmm. I think those are the funniest tweets. Uh, what was one of them? It was <laughs> Paul George is the Josh Childress of Chris Middleton's.
1: <laughs> Stuff like that cracks me up. Dude, so, yeah, I saw like a tweet, like a like a birthday shout out to like Josh Smith. Remember him?
0: Josh Smith? Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? One of my favorite two K players ever. Yeah. A walking Xanax on the court because mm-hmm. he would forget exactly what happened three possessions prior when he missed a three by three feet and he just chuck it up again.
1: Dude, he was so good on the Hawks and then the Pistons just like gave him a ton of money and then after a year we're like, oh, what have we done? Like,
0: holy shit, he shot nine threes a game.
1: <laughs> he thinks he's Steph, dude. And they just, he's so
0: confident. Oh my God, to have Josh Smith's confidence. And
1: you have to respect
0: what, it. What person in my life would I murder to have Josh Smith's confidence? All of them. Every one of you guys. You kill Sheehan. Sheehan can get got, Fadden, I guess. Except for you, I'll take out Lennox, Bertel, Fadden, and Sheehan.
1: I'd kill all my relates for the confidence of Josh Smith. Oh, my God. I would be, I might be in the league. I'm going to unplug the carbon monoxide yep. thing and just kind of get out of the house for a few days. There and you go. Leave the oven clicking. That's pretty clever.
0: Yeah, and, then I'll, and, and then I'll
1: show up at basketball tonight and just break in, but I'm not going to have wayward confidence at all.
0: Are you excited to hoop tonight? Yes. Bounce back. Hopefully we get on the same team.
1: <sighs> yeah, dude, that was tough. That was tough. I haven't played in four months. Let's
0: let's actually close with that. So Jack and I, we're going to start doing this every week. We'll start talking about our hoop sessions. So uh, we've been going to this, or we did just go to this, like, really small park. There might be Poison Ivy on the baseline. I'm not sure. It Doesn't look too great. We only have so much more time that we can play basketball outside before it starts becoming. 40'd. Can you
1: play inside anywhere? Is that a thing? Like, I don't you think go so. Fieldhouse? I don't yeah. think so.
0: I haven't looked into it, but I, I'll look into it once you know. Yeah, we're forced to. Um, I mean, basketball, dude. It's the best sport in the world.
1: It's so fun to just pick up and play.
0: Even if you're not shooting well, or even if you're not winning games, just being out there with some of your buddies. Uh, even if, like, like I was playing against kids I didn't know before I got, came to that court, it's a fucking blast because you have a chance to prove yourself. People are like, who's this curly-headed fuck that's, mm. like, slightly overweight and is just dropping dimes? Like Everybody's like, nice pass, nice pass. Not to suck my own dick, but goddamn, am dime? Suck your own dick. I dime, baby. I broke Sheehan's ankles last week with a pass, and then I broke Joey Powell's ankles with a pump fake. That's when you know you're a white hooper, when you're not breaking ankles with ball handling, you're doing it with pump fakes and passes. Mm-hmm. Um, two attributes of my game that, you know, I've had since I was a young Yeah,
1: I just need this I just need to get in the post today and just
0: That's what I was telling you last week. I was I, I literally said when I was on the sideline after we lost our first game, I'm like, why isn't Martian posting? Like get him a post touch. He's I itching had, for it. Yeah.
1: I mean I I think it was sophomore year when we started playing Robert A. Lee a lot, that I really got the feel for my post game.
0: It's so nice. Is it? Uh, dude, if you can get, so you only need for every move that you have in basketball, you have to have a counter move. I learned that at a pretty young age. I think Lindsay finally taught me that when I was in, like sixth grade. Uh, she leads Iowa State and assists all time, women or men's. Just a fucking hooper. Tragic story, but like, so she's in the WNBA for four or five years, and then she got pregnant. Uh, so when you're in the WNBA, you can't play when you're pregnant, obviously, right. unless you're Serena Williams and you're like the best tennis player in mm-hmm. the world. Uh, ended up having a miscarriage. Very tragic. Um, The most competitive woman I've ever met. She would play against us like up until I was in high school, till junior senior year of high school, and would just dog us. Like some like we had some fucking hoopers. Like we had some kids that ended up going D one and stuff like that. She would dog us. I'm sure. I'm talking shoot like she would put on a 15 pound weight vest and beat us in suicides. Wow. Beat us in sprints with a 15 pound weight vest, and then she would come out and she would we'd play 21 or something like that. She would have 10 points and six assists. I'm like, where is she seeing this shit from? So, like... I mean, the people that dog on the WNBA and all that kind of stuff—you guys are just idiots, bro. Like those those girls are fucking hoopers. They're
1: hoopers, dude. And I mean, I'm gonna get a WNBA sweatshirt.
0: Sure, it's not the most fun thing to watch because their athleticism doesn't blow you away. But if you like, if you are a fan of fundamentals, like I mean, I'll say it—I've watched a couple of WNBA games when I get starved for basketball and yeah, college for or, sure. and college and the NBA isn't going on. I may mean, not watch the whole game, but I'll watch Diana Taurasi ball for a quarter. Dude,
1: absolutely. Like
0: she beat Russell Westbrook and Draymond Green in one-on-one drills in the summer. Like you have to give these women. This respect they deserve anyway um and actually there's a girl one of Ben's friends Grace Tafoya me and her beat I think it was Paul and Omar or something like that and we beat them in 21 21 0 really <laughs> yeah we were at the wreck and she was just like you you guys care if I play I'm like yeah me and you against these two let's run it and we just we, we washed them oh yeah so I, I love me some women hoopers um but yeah dude I mean just getting nine guys together three on three winner stays there's not a better feeling in the world.
1: I'm going to be dropping that shoulder today.
0: Yeah, I dropped the shoulder. Call your own foul, always. Uh, I was I was reffing last time. I was calling people out for their bullshit. Billings tried getting away with double dribble, and then Joey tried getting away with two out-of-bounds plays. I'm not having that shit. This is the court for a reason. You step onto the court. I'm going to bring the call. good ball today. You're going to bring the good ball? Yeah, we got an evolution. we got a good ball. Oh, one. nice. Nice. All right, love to hear it. All right. All uh, right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh,
1: Lakers in four. In three. Just wrap it up in three. I
0: said at the beginning of the playoffs, I said that they're going to go (laughs) 16-5, and and I thought that that was generous. Six more wins. We're 10-2 and
1: right now. They might not lose three more (laughs) games. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I'm so excited.
0: I'm so excited. They're going to play so much better in game three. They're going to realize, damn, we didn't play very good that last game. Mm -mm. LeBron won't have a second half like that again. I can fucking promise you that much. All right, anyways, before we start talking more Lakers, thank you guys for listening, we appreciate you. Turn into, tune into Burbs. Um, every Sunday we're dropping a piece called The Streaming Suggestions. So it's basically just Jack, Evan, Evan Linden, Evan Northrup, and Carter Fairman and I, uh, we're all just dropping a piece about, it's a quick one too, it's a very quick read, about movies or TV shows that you should start or watch uh, on most streaming services. So HBO Max, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or Netflix. Um, and then we have a bunch of other pieces coming out. We have the Drake tournament going on right now. Yep. Uh, the first bracket is almost done. This is the More Slaps than the Beatles bracket. Championship is today. It's Headlines versus Back to Back. Headlines beat nonstop, I believe, and Back to Back beat Know Yourself, something like that. One of the either way around. But uh, there's seven other brackets after this first one, and then the winners of those eight brackets will face off in an Elite Eight. So. Damn, we're looking forward to it. It's fucking huge.
1: 128 songs for, by Drake, the greatest artist ever. Headlines. That I mean, I'm not, not shocked. I mean, that was like such like an anthem. I'm surprised back to back made it this
0: far. I like that song, but I mean, Know Yourself and Nonstop. Those were my two favorites in this bracket personally.
1: I mean, Nonstop is so fun. Come
0: on, Nonstop is fun. It I'm, slaps forever.
1: I'm excited for B side.
0: Yeah, B sides fun. B sides are real fun. I'm
1: looking forward to that.
0: All right, thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, tune into Burbs, and we'll be back next Monday. Uh, hopefully, the Lakers will have already won the finals by then. Lakers in three.
1: Lakers in three.